0: Welcome along to 98.0 out, the podcast edition. Uh, Glad to have you along today. I've got a really, really interesting guest, uh, WG Rumblepants. Those of you from Twitter will know exactly who I'm talking about. Make sure you subscribe, tell your friends, spread the word, and let's get into it. A very great pleasure to welcome Mr. WG Rumble pants along to 98 that out. Good evening, sir. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me on. I've been looking forward to this. So let's let's start. So in, in cricket, off the top of my head, there are three notable beards. Uh, and in no particular order, we've got Moeen Ali, we've got WG Grace himself, and now we've got WG Rumble Pants. Tell me all about that fantastic bit of facial hair <laughs> that you're sporting.
1: Well, that that sort of evolved. I I guess my my dad had a beard, or, although it wasn't quite like mine. So um, facial hair was in the family. But I, and I had I sort of you know relatively clean shaven until my daughter was born about ten years ago, and then it, it sort of seemed to you know just to, you know, creep a little bit and I'd grow a beard when you go on holiday, come back from work, and then you know people either sort of make a comment about it or they don't and I kind of felt I got away with it so I persisted and then I had one year where I went away for basically saved all my annual holiday up and went away for four weeks on the trot and and kind of grew it out and I quite liked it I'm not sure everyone liked it in the family but I I quite (laughs) liked it um and then I shaved it off and then it just sort of was one year where I thought I'm gonna go to Lord's I got tickets for Lord's I think it was about 2017, 2018, maybe, to go and see England play West Indies at Lord's. So I thought, I'm going to go to the Lord and grow the beard out. Uh, you know, it was a bit of a fashion at that point of having a bit longer beards. I'm going to grow the beard out. I'm going to go to WG Gross, go to the home of cricket. And I really enjoyed it. And I quite liked having the beard. And then I shaved it off again. And then it got to the stage where I was kind of getting to the end of the cricket season where I'd have a shave and then grow it back. And now I've kind of just gone... I'm not going to shave it off anymore. I, I quite like it. Um, it's fun. It's a bit of a gimmick, and you know, I'm kind of stuck with it now. I think
0: <laughs> that's really good. I, I, I think you're right. I think there was a period uh, where longer beards were fashionable. Yeah, it's probably about sort of 2015, 2016. Around, I, I had a go myself back then, but it was a complete disaster. It was. Um, <laughs> my my beard hair grows really straight, so I was just getting these sort of wisps that were coming straight out from my face and uh, it all looked a bit And the the longer they were getting the more bizarre it looked so um I I stick to growing my hair I've just recently through lockdown grew my hair uh, which is a hark back to my younger days I saw that
1: that. yeah Yeah. (laughs)
0: um and then uh somebody said uh, that I look like a tramp which kind of (laughs) hit a bit of a nerve
1: so it, um, it, it is quite funny because um by, by profession I'm a lawyer and I thought how, how am I going to get away with this beard and um I went into a meeting with a client that I've done stuff with you know for a few years but I hadn't seen them for a little while and uh, I sat sat down and they came in and they were like oh bloody hell that's brilliant <laughs> and I thought well if I can get away with it with them then I'm gonna I'm gonna persist with it um but it's I'm quite lucky because it is it, sort of relatively dark and, and relatively wavy as as Grace's was so it kind of uh, you know it, it it helps with the resemblance when I, when oh, I yeah. go on cricket
0: particularly when you've got the cap on it's uh, it's spooky off, yeah.
1: <laughs> well i haven't quite got his um his height i am working towards his girth unfortunately <laughs> uh but uh but it's just you know it really is just a bit of fun uh, uh you know my my daughter quite likes it because every time we go to the cricket together and she's only nine um she's pretty much guaranteed you know to get a shot on the tv sat next to me so she's like no you can't you can't shave it off now we have to go to the cricket and you have to keep the bit."
0: <laughs> it's
1: fantastic
0: um now you're really prolific and entertaining on twitter um for those of uh, you that are listening or watching this that uh, aren't aware strongly suggest that uh, if you have a twitter account Or if you don't have a Twitter account, open a Twitter account uh, and then search for at WG underscore Rumble Pants uh, and uh, just thank me later. It's it's such a good account Um, and um, always entertaining, always good stuff. Very, very active. But um, you've just sort of jumped to a new level uh, this last week or so. Um, You are... An absolutely superb artist, and I think you've been doing this for quite a while because you put a montage up the other day of uh, some of your earlier um, works. Uh, quite uncannily photographic. Um, how do you uh, how do you achieve that effect?
1: Yeah, so so I I do all my my art on my iPad, and it, it it's really a feature of my commute. I have this, you know, an hour each way. And that's kind of dead time. I try not to work on the train because you know, it works busy enough. And you know, But when I leave the office, I try and leave the office. And that, that time on the train is my time to unwind in the evening or kind of get my head sort of awake in the morning. Yeah, I
0: hear you. I do the same. And,
1: and, and you know, I've always liked art. And I've always done art since I was a little kid. But, you know, art at the best of times is quite messy, especially if you paint. Uh, so taking paints on the train isn't going to happen. <laughs> so uh, when, when, the, when the Apple Pencil came out, that kind of gave me a new opportunity to do art at times. I wasn't doing it and it's quite versatile and it's just, I, I find it really relaxing and that's why I do it. I do it to unwind and just calm myself down and, you know, because when you're doing that, you, you clear your head. Um, and, and the way I kind of work is I, I try and choose a really interesting photo, uh, from Getty Images and sort of work from that as reference. Uh, and and it's just a, a process of building up the layers, really, and building up the colours, uh, getting the, the vague shapes right and sort of the colour palette right and, uh, and slowly building up the detail. And I kind of find the more time I spend slowly building up the detail, the more photorealistic I can get. So that's kind of what I've been playing with. Um, I I could go in another direction and and sort of make it slightly more kind of blocky and impressionistic, but I quite like the challenge of of capturing the detail.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it it really is, uh, is amazingly good. So some of the recent works, um, Johnny Bairstow, Mike Atherton, um, Jimmy Anderson, but you went to a new level when you did Ravi Ashwin uh, just recently and it got picked up uh, on the subcontinent. Was it the Hindustan Times
1: that, <laughs> A, few, uh, a few picked days, Yeah. I kind of well, he he was topical. Obviously, he'd come back into the India side. There had been a lot for the last few months about runouts from the non-striker's end, and he he was obviously you know a bit of an instigator of of that. So I thought, well, actually, this is a good good time to try and uh, to do him, and he's a player I've always admired, and I found a really nice reference photo that was quite. You know, a lot of sort of dark and and shade and, and color, uh, and chose to work from that. And actually, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's the portrait I'm I'm most pleased with, but I was kind of happy enough uh, and put it out there. And, and luckily, other people liked it. So that's you know that's nice. Uh, it's not not kind of why I do them, and I'm not you know I don't sell them or make any money from them. I just kind of do them to to to, to wind down. Uh, but it's nice when other people pick it up and like it.
0: Yeah, I'm just wondering, have you had any requests from your subjects to uh, have a a copy printed off for them?
1: I have, yeah. So I um, I had, well, I did one of Catherine Brunt probably about a year ago.
0: Oh, yeah. Good one.
1: Uh, Actually, uh, Nat Siver (laughs) messaged me and said, can I I have a copy of that one? Uh, I did one of Alex Stewart uh, and Alex Stewart's wife wanted a copy. So that was really nice because I, I I'm a Surrey member anyway. So meeting Alex Stewart to give him that print was really nice. He actually, he gave me um, a really special Surrey baseball cap that he'd signed. Uh, and he said, it's not one you can you know buy in the Surrey shop. It's one of the set that I had printed for the first um, team, sorry, first team when they won the championship. So it's kind of black with gold Surrey Lego on. And he signed that in gold pen. So that was really nice. And there's one of um, there's one of Heather Knight that I did that I think ended up in the, in the Somerset um, museum. So Brilliant. that's yeah, there's a few, you know, that have been printed out and, and I did one for the Johnny Besto one we had, um, we had printed out and that went to uh, a charity auction for the charity team that I'm involved with the metronomes. And so that, that was nice. So there's a few floating out there, but most, most of the time because people are very kind in the way they, they share them on Twitter, the people, that I've painted have seen them and at least have, you know, commented. So that's, that's nice.
0: When you, you said it was Nat Silverbrand that asked you on behalf of, uh of Catherine. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, that's right. Ca- yeah. If it had been Catherine, i might have been, oh, I want a picture of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's just, it's
1: just nice that people like yeah. them. And, and, you know, that's, it's, it's nice to get that feedback.
0: I'm just being, I'm being a bit cheeky. Cause she was, uh, she was caught in a bit of, um, twitter um crossfire today yeah about, I, um...
1: <laughs> I, I saw i saw that uh yeah i mean I, I said to people at the time because there was some debate about it in an in intense situation like that the the emotion and the passion are understandable uh m- my take on it is that she has to be a little bit careful because there's a lot of girls and kids watching who yeah. see her as a role model and she is a role model um so I don't, you know, I, I don't think it's a, a massive, massive issue, but uh, she has to be aware of the way it looks on, on TV and the way it comes across. And I think that's all it is. Someone just needs to say, just, you know, yeah. you need to, need to Even, have a think about that when, you, when you're when you in those moments sometimes.
0: Yeah. Now, one of your other um, portraits that you did, uh, if I can call them portraits, um, was, which again was picked up, but picked up um, in probably the most impressive way, was your Picture of Virat Kohli, no less, and uh... so,
1: yeah, that was fun. That was fun because I did, I did that and put it out there, and it, you know, it got a good response. I, I don't think I was, I hadn't done that many, or I hadn't done that many that had been picked up by India. I suppose at that point, at least, um, but um, the one person that did see that was Lord Patel when he was still Chairman of Yorkshire, and he messaged me and he said, "I, I really like this, and I'm going out to India." in a few months so if I you know I'm hoping to see Virat so if I see him I'll I'll show him Uh, and I'd kind of forgotten about it Uh, and I was in holiday on holiday in France in August it's probably about three months later having you know dinner in the evening with with the family and all of a sudden we get this message on Twitter from Lord Patel and it's the picture of Virat holding his phone with my portrait of Virat and Virat I like, oh my you know that's that's astonishing I said so, you know text Lord Patel back and say well thanks thanks so much that's that's brilliant I'm you know I'm really grateful um have you seen this other one I've just finished and it was the Johnny Bairstow so I sent him the copy of the Johnny Bairstow on the on the message and he said oh I've, I've just showed that to Virat he really likes that one as well, and his wife really, really, It's like, oh, you're actually there with him now.
0: <laughs> so that was
1: kind of slightly mind-blowing that I was messaging Lord Patel, and at the other end of the phone, he's standing there next to Barack and showing him my, my work. So that, yeah, that was a bit... Took a while to get my head around that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So here we are at the end of February, uh, and those of us that follow cricket... Um, interested in cricket, or dare I say passionate about cricket, the blood is just starting to flow a little bit. The evenings, the days are getting longer, there's a little bit more sunshine in the air, it's still a bit too blimmin' freezing for my liking, Um, but everyone's smelling, or can almost smell the freshly mown lawns, the outfields, the tendered wicket. Um, Are you revving up for the 2023 season here?
1: Yeah, it sort of feels that haven't quite stopped because uh, I'm involved in my local club and I run the academy at my local club. So there's quite a lot already going on in the background to get that going, actually. I um, What club is that? In- give them a plug. A, a Saffron Warden. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, a, a successful uh, and pretty big club in that we've got four men's teams that play on the Saturday, a midweek yeah. team, Sunday team. Uh, a women's team, and a disability team, and and you know various girls teams as well, and all the age group stuff. So it's a pretty sizable Premier League club.
0: Yeah, so yeah that... no, I didn't, I didn't know that. You, you know, my club's Billericay.
1: Oh, okay, not not too far away then. Yeah, So yeah, <laughs> there, no. so, um, yeah that that takes a bit of organising behind the scenes, and then in Saffron Walden, they're not related to the cricket club. It's just something that gets put on is um, a Boxing Day match on our on our common here. So <laughs> I, me with a few friends and my son, uh, had fun running around in the mud on Boxing Day. Actually, it was a nice, nice day uh, playing cricket on the common in Southam Walton. So uh, it, it doesn't quite feel that it stopped, but I am really, really looking forward to the start of the, you know, the the club season and the professional season and getting back and watching first class cricket again, particularly.
0: Yeah, and England are. Going from strength to strength. It's it's just a shame, and I think um, I'm not alone in saying that. I go, I stay up as long as I can, but you know, work dictates that you need to have some sleep, uh, and particularly on the first day of this test, when you see you go to bed at twenty one for three, and then you wake up and uh, <laughs> several runs later, and no wickets fallen, um, it's almost sort of thinking, oh God, can I can I stay up? Can I stay up? Um, but this baseball experiment, if you want to call it that, is just. Just getting better and better. Yeah. And and we're such a long way from where we were 12 months ago. Well, that that was what I was going
1: to say. If you compare the experience of waking up in the morning this winter to last winter, it's a rather different story. But I think we all got used to the experience of you know, checking our phones or checking the score or watching up to a certain point. And, you know, England will either be doing well or not last year, normally not. And you go to bed, wake up and you check the score and you'd be dreading it loading. And then your fears would be confirmed. No, oh, you know they've <laughs> failed again. They've capitulated. Uh, and you know, last night and, and this tour has been a rather different experience because three down, you think, oh well, maybe this is the time that baseball is not going to come off, and you turn off and go to sleep. And in the morning, you dread it loading up. 315 for three, or whatever, <laughs> and, and you can't, and, and, and it's a different world, isn't it? And there were still failures, you know, the, the top three didn't come off, uh, but other people did. And Joe Root is batting like Joe Root, and, and Harry Brook is being incredible. And that would have just been in no one's mind 12 months ago that we'd be in this position now.
0: No, it's fantastic, and uh, just to kind of Ratchet up the excitement even more, as, as 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 well as England are doing. Australia, it's almost like watching a, a carry on movie, isn't it? With what they're getting up to in India and uh, the various on and off field exploits.
1: Yeah, it it is. But I'm I'm trying not to read too much into that because obviously India is about the most difficult place you can go and tour. Um, and and there have been you know upsets on that tour, and I, I'm not sure. You know, after the first test, that the, I think they all seem quite shell shocked, uh, and obviously Cummins has had to return home now. Uh, Agar has returned home, so it doesn't feel like it's going to get any easier for them going forward in, in this series. But you know, a full strength Australia bowling in England is going to be a different story, and you know the, the quality of their attack is right up there. We may have seen the last of David Warner, which will be a shame, actually. I was yeah. hoping to see him, you know, another one final battle perhaps with Stuart Broad, but we may not get that. But um, there are other players, both in the current team and who are ready to come back into that team. Uh, I think it's going to be a really great contest this, this summer between England and Australia. Uh, and actually, in, in some ways, you know, you, and and that's the problem with, with, with those series down under. That there's no equality of contest and what most fans really want is a great contest between those teams and you know that's that's what 2005 was about wasn't it, it was yeah it, it was close and that was what made it so good so and we haven't had a series quite like that with Australia
0: for a long time and we need Davey Warner there as just the pantomime villain of the piece as well
1: exactly, <laughs> exactly. you've got um Smith and Labashane who are sort of Fruitcakes in their own way, but they're not. You know, you don't have that pantomime villain quality. And I'm not sure that the Australian team have quite got anyone other than Warner, because I think we've all, you know, for those of us who have watched that Test documentary on on Amazon, they're, they're annoyingly likable. Mm. Um, yeah. So, so you, very know, you, good you, series. Hopefully, the uh, the intensity and the the banter and a little bit of needling will will come back in. Uh, as we get closer to the ashes, but I think it could be a really good series.
0: That's right, that's right. Well, listen, I'll let you get on. I know you're a busy man, and uh, look forward to you sharing this and spreading the word for us. And we'll do the same for you um on uh, social yeah. media. um But we look, I look forward to catching up again soon, and probably given your cricketing proximity, I am sure that there will be a chance to. Uh, Lock horns on the uh, pavilion balcony and uh, exchange a few pleasantries. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure yeah. that can be arranged over the summer.
1: I'll happily buy a beverage. That <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, as long as it's cold and strong, I'm, I don't care. I'll just have whatever you bring. <laughs> All
1: right, uh, very- absolute
0: pleasure. WG Rumble Pants. Remember on Twitter at WG underscore Rumble Pants. Uh, and as I said earlier, you'll thank me later. In the meantime. Many, many thanks, and we'll catch up soon. Thanks for listening to Nineteen Not Out, the cricket podcast. Please subscribe to the show in your podcast app to make sure you see the new episode each week as it appears in your feed. And if you enjoy the show, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts to help us introduce the show to even more people. Thank you so much, and we'll catch you on the next episode.